them into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, them bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God bless America. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn yeah. America. Okay, we can't afford them. <laughs> In a lobby in Times Square. No, no. It's 3rd and it's 52nd Avenue. We can't give away our location. Uh, the location will never be in again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We may not even be in it for the full episode. Yes. Just don't tell anyone I'm in room 1301. Yes. Hard man. Uh, Hello, the motherfucking damned. Greetings and welcome to Pot Damn America, the goth socialist podcast that is being recorded in a um, business center. Business center. A business alcove, if you will. <laughs> in, yes. In the middle of a Hilton Garden Inn because. <laughs> My punk rock ass apartment is uh, has a curfew. It's at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a school night. <laughs> it's a school night, and everyone's got to get up and be a barista in the morning. So <laughs> yes. we, can't, we can't record in the loft. Um, we can't record on the street. We're in a the part of a, a hotel that we definitely look like we're homeless and not supposed to be here. Homeless right. people can't podcast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Although maybe that's the next step. You see a lot of homeless with cellular telephones. Maybe they'll be walking around with uh, Behringer 4-track uh, recorders <laughs> <laughs> talking about their I would rather listen to a homeless person podcast than any other dating related podcast. Hey, welcome back to Dusty's. I got a lot of bees around my eyes. <laughs> would listen, to be honest with you. But yeah. first, you hate going to the post office no, no, no. I fucking hate it. No, no they're, they're not. They're they won't let me use the bathroom no more after I spoke to them too many times. No, they're, they're not getting sponsored by stamps. They're getting sponsored by, like, ideas. It was like, we're sponsored by ham. We are sponsored by bologna today. One thing I miss, it is a Casper mattress. Yeah. <laughs> or any mattress for that matter. Sign up for my Patreon for bonus content. Just for once, you just give me one cigarette a month. <laughs> all of you. Yeah. I Two cigarettes a month and I'll tell you where the rat corpse is that mm. I get to fuck sometimes. <laughs> 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 we have to say who's here. Did we yeah. say who's here yet? Yes. No, I'm Jake Flores. I, uh, with me is Alex Patak. I'm Robert Baratheon, first of his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And returning champion guest Irene Hartman. Hey, still no credits. Congrats yeah, on being the champion. Zero credits. <laughs> Qu- quitting comedy is the greatest credit of all. I uh, cannot recommend it enough. Folks. It should be in gold next to your name on anything. Doesn't do comedy anymore. Doesn't Not need it. Not for competition. You may have heard, but Irene is staying in a hotel. So <laughs> things are going well. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. And uh, returning uh, game master. I am Pod the game bracketeer. <laughs> Dandy Feltz. Yes. Welcome Hello. Ba- welcome back to the show, everyone. Yes. Um, so we should get right into it. Uh, if you enjoyed our uh, previous bracket uh, March Madness-ish episode where we went through all the worst billionaires in the world. This is the spiritual sequel. We will be doing another March Madness. April Madness. April Madness. April Madness. Madness. A fool's madness. (laughs) (laughs) Do, 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 
Only days before Game of Thrones comes back on, or possibly right as it's coming back on, depending on the release of this. In the game of April Madness, you win or you die. Um, do they have months in Game of Thrones? I don't really understand that. They have that. seasons. But the seasons last years. So, exactly. How do they tell any time? It's, how do they know when Hitler's birthday is? They, you <laughs> they know. must never know. Maybe they get high. Cause Whenever cause, they get high. Yeah, because they're birthday. chief in lounge. That's why. <laughs> Dost thou chief in lounge? <laughs> um, <laughs> we were all very tired. Last night was Alex Patak's birthday. Where, uh, he wore a cape to a bar, and we met an insane woman who got stuck in a... Um, a bathroom? <laughs> a do- a darkened chamber pot. <laughs> I just. Whom amongst us? <laughs> yeah. She got. Uh, I have been trapped in the privy by the Lord of Light yeah. and his devious ways. <laughs> if you're wondering what it's like hanging out with Jake, I did not see him once look at his phone, and it turned out he live tweeted this entire event. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can the- you live tweet with your mind? <laughs> <laughs> this is like sort of a, uh, a spiritual sequel to a lot of things we've done because we did talk. A long time ago, when we were first starting the podcast, after your birthday last year, about a crazy person we met at your birthday. So you have an ongoing. Oh God. Um, there was a guy doing coke with everyone, trying to get everyone into a threesome with his his I girlfriend. He about simply this guy. referred to as Princess. <laughs> Hello, I'm Anton Lavey, and this is Princess. First of her name. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Khaleesi. Uh, <laughs> I think this year might have topped it. It it wasn't as direct. It, like it wasn't so in your face that it tried to ruin my birthday. But it was more just like a fun, crazy story that happened. Yeah, it was just an attribution to add to the uh, entire event we went to a bar and a woman was locked in the bathroom apparently very drunk and without a phone i guess and she i guess accidentally turned the lights off and was just banging on the door <laughs> 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 how drunk you wonder uh to the point where you forget what light is yeah <laughs> and you think or you're handles. stuck in space <laughs> yeah. the night is dark and full of terrors we only noticed this was happening when a bartender th- put himself on the floor in front of the bathroom to shine a light in and just kept yelling things like do the lock <laughs> unlock the door and then there'd be a pause and he'd like <laughs> oh, there's some sort of bison in there right now. Oh. Yeah, horny bison. <laughs> she was in there for like a full 20 minutes, and it was freaking out so bad that eventually they started to like get tools out to try to take the hinges off the door because like it's that or just like smash it with a hatchet or something. Right. Did you guys ever do cake shop when uh, they still had the open mic? Yeah. Someone they had to call the fire department in because a coke had locked himself in there so so well. Sure. <laughs> that they had to break down the door to get him what? out. What we're what? saying is in New York City, people are gonna get stuck in the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna have to take the door off. And it's not even a New York City thing. I've been uh I've been seeing a guy who I've been I, all I cannot over this figure great out how nation. to turn his bathroom light on <laughs> and so every time I go in at night, it's a gamble if I'm going to get back what out you, again. You New get... York's hottest new escape room is the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anywhere. Oh, my, oh Any man. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> what, did he, what did he bring tools into the bathroom with him? And it was like, I'm going to make up a business in this bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, start to fabricate? Like, no, 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 no. You're going to break up the entire skeleton of my business. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to round out this story because it's, not, it's kind of exciting so far. You know, woman trapped in 
the bathroom screaming every five minutes for yep. uh, almost a full half hour. But what really sells it is around 10 minutes into her performance when it's clear, like, she doesn't know locks anymore. Her friend who's with her uh, notices the whole bar is laughing and decides to defend her honor loudly. So between screams, you'll just hear this other drunk woman be like, how would you feel if you were a dumb bitch? <laughs> if you were stuck in the bathroom for no reason, how would you feel? Uh, you know, I wouldn't. I'd be, in the, I'd be in the darkness. I would yes. be Matthew McConaughey in that, in, uh, uh, the, that interstellar. I mean, honestly, if I got stuck in the bathroom, I would just be like, I live in this bathroom now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is my what, new home. Yeah. Public bathroom bathroom's lady. a hot commodity in New York. That's actually a good place yeah, to like... Yeah. Oh, what 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 real estate? Yeah. <laughs> she could have started charging people. Have them slide money under the door. <laughs> oh, she man. just installs one of those like Wizard of Oz like sliding things. <laughs> <laughs> just, no. So one of the days she goes to move the the uh, uh, the, the tape measure or whatever the the, the man the what's the word I'm looking for abacus. She has her own abacus and then accidentally slides open the lock and the door pops open. Yeah, and there's just a bubbling cauldron in there. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Created a life. <laughs> I went into the bathroom after the whole thing ended just to see, like, may, how, maybe you were judging her falsely. I turned the lights off. Very simple. The lock is above the doorknob and the, the light switch. The bathroom is a bathroom, folks. <laughs> Standard door rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the yeah. end. There's a handle. There's some sort of apparition, appar- apparatus that'll get you out of there. Anyway, then I got in a car and my wife threw up on my cape. <laughs> <laughs> that was my birthday. Yes. Now, In some cultures, that yeah. is fertility. Uh, I can't wait. That means we are uh, double married. I can't yeah. wait to find out what happens next year. This is Patak birthdays. We're only getting better and better. Anyways. Alex is going to eat his cape. <laughs> <laughs> I have to eat it all. <laughs> um, we should uh, get right into it. This is going to be another big ass uh, be a, fuck, a real fucker a big <laughs> ass game um would you like to explain the premise danny yeah yeah yeah, yeah so uh as the king of brackets uh first of my name uh, <laughs> uh i love a good bracket uh i love assembling them and like jake said we did billionaires the last time uh, and initially, I wanted to do... Spoilers, the richest man won. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Uh, Jeff Bezos did win. And I wanted to do, initially, political scandals, but that took a lot of research. So when Alex and I were on, uh, driving through Michigan, I was like, what about environmental catastrophe? And it was like, perfect. So I... Were you guys at... The, oh no, it's in Ohio where there's the river that keeps catching fire. Yes. The Cuyahoga River did not make the bracket, unfortunately, so I'm glad wow. you mentioned it. That's just uh, the level of competition yeah. we have going on in the bracket. And what's important to emphasize <laughs> yeah. here is these aren't just environmental disasters, like a tornado hits Kansas and that's a disaster. Yes. These are scars rocked <laughs> by society itself this with is the which folly we of live. Man. This is the folly <laughs> of man, folks. Uh uh, and because it is not purely wealth-based, and you can't just make Jeff Bezos number one because he has $151 billion, I had, uh, <laughs> I had to rank everything, sort of. Uh, so with that, uh, I just, I'm just i going to mention a couple things very quickly. Uh, the method in which I order things is research, but probably not perfect. This is different from the Billionaire's Edition, obviously. Uh, don't be pissed off. I swear I put thought and effort into it. Uh, Flint, Michigan is in there. Uh, don't worry about it. And also, I did annotate everything. All the sources 
are from like uh, the History Channel, <laughs> which I felt uh, was reputable, uh, as well as Encyclopedia Britannica, which I did not think existed anymore. This episode of our God Socialist podcast will have a right word yes. slant. Yeah. Uh, also, there is some Wikipedia in there. I'm sorry. It just had to be that way. It's not a deep dive. It's just a general thing. Uh, Grab your brackets. Let's get into this it. This is not the dollop. Yeah, this is not. Yeah. So the four, uh, there's eight categories. Uh, war, which is an obvious one. Folly and fire, uh, which I picked because... Folly. Uh, the it's thi- April. Yeah, the thing... That, that thing was initially just sort of like supposed to be called whoopsie daisy which is just <laughs> big environmental catastrophes that happen because of an accident but it turns out most of those fires end in fire so i just did that uh there's four horsemen this this category it's a bit op all right it's okay. a little bit overpowered but i want you to look at it objectively and really think about like what should go on uh there's a lot of nuclear things there. Uh, scars of capitalism, which is just kind of everything, but uh, a little bit more specific to that. Uh, water, water everywhere, which initially was going to be the ocean, but <laughs> bad things also happen to big lakes as well. Mm. Folks, don't forget about lakes. Yeah. Unnatural disasters. Uh, and those are like natural disasters, but are exacerbated because of uh, stupidity. So, for example, Mount St. Helens, it's not on here because it was just a volcano exploding. But let's just say a couple poorly managed hurricanes are in that category. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, my favorite category, which is oddballs and wingdings. And these are things that are uh, still very terrible, but truly unique in their terribleness. And then uh, uh, Upton Sinclair's oil. Uh, slash uh, system of a down's toxicity. <laughs> Pick your genre. Yeah, which is possi- partially petroleum related and then other just massive chemical spills. Partially new metal related. Yeah, partially new metal related. Um, so with that, we're going to start out with the first, which is war. And that is the 23rd seed against the third seed. Get out your pens. The 23rd seed is... World War One scorched earth policies. All right, and the third seed is Hiroshima Nagasaki. <laughs> so yes, the one to beat. It's really uh, you got a lot going on there. So people might not know this uh, the, scor- the scorched earth thing. Uh, so I'll basically explain it a little bit. Don't worry about it. You can walk through. Uh, <laughs> Again, yeah. we are in the lobby of a Hilton the, on 50 We are in the business center, so things are happening. <laughs> business uh, is happening. Business is happening. Uh, Scars geez, of really. capitalism. I've tried to c- explain what a Patreon yeah. is to <laughs> a lot of people here. It's not going great. It's, so, where, you, it's okay. where you give me cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty. Give so, Dusty. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> so people may not know exactly what scorched earth tactics are. Uh, first thing you got to know, World War One, extremely stupid and difficult. Also, other thing about World War One, it was the first time in human history where giant guns were basically used as in battle. Kind of happened in the Civil War, kind of happened in, in the Japanese Russo War. Didn't really happen until World War One. And the thing about scorched earth uh, uh, tactics is that is when you um, scorch the earth behind you while retreating. So you want to burn the earth. Yeah, you're gonna want to set it as on fire as possible. Do you ever wish okay. there was less of France? Ooh. Yeah, oh, always. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just yeah. talking today about how we could nuke France or Italy. 
It'd yeah. be fine. Uh-huh. Well, this is like a half compromise on okay. that. Okay. Yeah, so... I so bet when you set France on fire, it smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> very musky. Very musky. <laughs> So, yeah, so some of the things I'm talking about here are, like, the battles of Verdun and the Somme. Uh, for example, uh, Verdun was a very big battle in World War One. Uh, it happened uh, around 1916, and that was a situation where 1,200 guns around an eight-mile perimeter opened fire. Uh, it drenched a shell storm that would distinguish the battle as one of the bloodiest in history. Uh, uh, basically... Uh, during that time, uh, there was um, somewhere between like 500,000 casualties uh, over the course of that battle. Yeah, casualties were both sides between 600,000 and 700,000. A casualty doesn't mean a death. It just means person is incapacitated. Somebody at least said, yikes. Uh, yeah, exactly. It means they're wearing jeans because it's Friday. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing with the Battle of Somme. Uh, and again, these are just sort of like general battles. But the thing you should really just sort of picture in your mind is a very Mount Doom situation. Literally, what Tolkien, who is in World War One based uh, Mordor after, was World War One battles. You know, you're talking about like toxic sludge uh, puddles that are just filled with, like, chemicals. Urukai burst from the mud. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, and um, uh, in a present context, there's actually a lot of places that are still quite unlivable be in France because of these battles. Like, you're talking about waves and waves of lead, uh, unexploded things just still in the ground. It's still really, really fucked up. Like, pristine forests destroyed kind of in a second uh so that's what i'm talking about that's like pretty good. yeah it's 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 an oldie but it's a goodie uh-huh, <laughs> sludge. um the gift that keeps on giving if you will yeah uh i sleep on a pile of bullet shells <laughs> i also have pictures uh uh for certain uh situations so you're, you just have some generalized trench okay. warfare that's right there you scary. know now everyone's gonna want to look at the picture yes everybody listening. everybody look at <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other thing you have to understand about World War One too is that you know there weren't tanks yet. It was trench warfare. So oh, they had tanks, but they couldn't like go anywhere. Well, they, they didn't have them. In, they it just had so them funny. in like 1918. <laughs> then yeah. they, then they started making tanks. We're in a podcast trench right now. We are in a podcast. Yeah, we We're are. We're all sitting in a straight line. Yeah. So just imagine battles like that where. Uh, the battle line doesn't move, and you're just shooting at each other for, like, months on end. It just destroys everything around it, essentially. Think of the real estate value lost here. Yeah. Uh, what Alex said. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, number three is uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which is more well-known uh, in this case. Uh, so a bad boy. Yeah. Uh, so... For this, you got some uh, numbers on oh, these. Oh, uh, so in Hiroshima, uh, here are the people who weren't who jap. Here are the people who weren't Japanese that died. Uh, a Ooh. British guy, seven Dutch people, and twelve American prisoners of war. Sad. Here are the Japanese people that died: twenty thousand soldiers, seventy thousand to one hundred and twenty-six thousand civilians Whoa. in Hiroshima, Nagasaki, forty thousand to eighty thousand. Uh, total killed about two hundred and twenty-five thousand people. Uh, Truman said, uh, then warned Japan, if they do not accept our terms, they may expect a rain of ruin from the air, the like of which has never been set, seen on this earth. Which is a lot to say if you're just a Missouri country bumpkin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Truman's the horny one, right? Uh, maybe. They Was were he all... the one who 
drew pictures of himself looking sexy when he was in meetings? Uh, if, if we're thinking of the real? same guy, <laughs> yeah. like the president who kept showing everyone his dick at the urinal for no reason. Uh, no, that was, Lyndon, that was Lyndon Johnson. That was Lyndon Johnson. He had a huge hog. I might have uh, been thinking of Lyndon Johnson. That was penis Johnson. Yeah. This is just the guy who dropped two nuclear bombs. Yeah. He was not horny. <laughs> Strike it from the record. <laughs> These so, are my balls. I call them uh, here Nagasaki. I call them big, uh, big boy. <laughs> and little man. And fat man and little boy. Whatever. Yeah. Fat yeah. man and is little. one of your balls. I have a congenital problem with my testicles. Yeah. One of them is the size of an actual egg. The other one is the size of a robin's egg. Oh. Oh. Uh, did either? Did anybody here read the Hiroshima book? No, but it can't be happy. I read it when I was 12. Wow. Um, uh, is that why you're permanently traumatized? That's why I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, let's just say when uh, you, you, you see the nuclear bomb, right, and uh, you, you haven't been turned into a shadow, <laughs> just yeah. a smear on Japan left uh, for people to wonder what that was. A literal uh, smear. You have a much worse uh, set going on after that where your skin starts, like, turning into worms and, like, you throw up your eyeballs and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it causes grayscale. So, yeah, it causes grayscale. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for we to, are competing with Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing this. Into context, uh, Alex is right. It is estimated that about five square miles of the city of Hiroshima was destroyed, uh, and 150,000 people, which is about 40 percent of the population, 70,000 in Nagasaki, about 28 uh, percent of the population, uh, and that was. Uh, though the number which died immediately as a result of exposure to the blast, heat, or radiation is unknown. And then the saddest group of people in the entire group of those is the 200 people that survived Hiroshima and then went to Nagasaki for cover. These people were called Susumu Yamaguchi, or double survivors. Yeah. You know when you check into your hotel and there's no toothpaste? So you switch hotels and the other hotel also has no toothpaste? And then you're just a smudge on the street. And yeah. the person next to you's arm falls off inexplicably days later. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about this one specifically, as far as environmental stuff goes, is that body count, it is very high. But a thing that's almost higher about it is just this sort of uh, meaning behind it um, existentially. This was the first dropping of one of these things on a population and it really just spurred the arms race you know uh that was this is the only american monopoly of nuclear weapons it lasted four years until the soviet union got one in 1949 uh and now they're uh, by 1986 the united states had 23,000 nuclear weapons and the soviet union had 40,000 so even though the body counts are still mid to high it's really sort of the uh, lasting smaller than the battle of the Somme, but remember this could be the way you die <laughs> yeah, it could be it could could oh, be. That's true. So you can go ahead and decide what you think about this. I have my thoughts, obviously. I think this is an easy one. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't think that there's like a very viable argument for like. Uh, you don't get to be the number three seed <laughs> without blowing up some Japanese people. <laughs> and that's what I was gonna say. Thank you. The old expression. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have Written any thoughts, Irene? After Hiroshima. I mean, I'm thinking right now about how Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan and Tajikistan have nuclear weapons. 
And I don't know what's going on in those countries at all, mostly due to my own ignorance, but I'm going to go out on a limb and wish they didn't have those nuclear weapons. So I'm going with Okay, Hiroshima. I think it's pretty universal then. Let me go, uh, what's up? The, okay, so Japan in the Westeros universe is probably like the, uh, the faceless men in Braavos. They're the Iron they, Islands. They would be the Iron Islands. <laughs> no, they're not the Iron <laughs> Islands. Uh, the, where Arya goes to train on an island, she goes to train to become a ninja in a very faraway part of Westeros. That's true. Oh, That's yes. Japan. The the Iron oh, Islands okay. is white. Right. Iron Islands is white trash. That's like um, right. Louisiana or something. <laughs> the yeah. island of Louisiana. You right. You right. Nothing. <laughs> nothing grows here. No, no. <laughs> I'm taking my salt wife. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have 15 more of these. So All right. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next one is uh, the 19th seed versus the 9th seed. Okay. Uh, the 19th seed is. Vietnam and Agent Orange. All right. Ooh, pretty good. Ninth seed, okay. the Kuwaiti oil fires. Ooh. Desert Storm, baby. That's what that one is. I got to hear more about that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll actually just start out with that one. Y'all ever seen Jarhead? No. no. Did you ever see it? No. Did you ever see it? Yeah, Alex? yeah. It's that movie where, th- folks, there's too much cereal in the grocery store. Is that We're like- all thinking it. Like, and soldiers are looking at it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not it at all. Uh, <laughs> that's a jarhead, right? No. Is it? No. Uh, oh, it's in f- uh, not Full Metal Jacket. What's the one? The bomb one. So I have seen Jarhead. So this is actually, uh, coincidentally enough, is it a another. <laughs> how how long have you been talking about that damn cuphead? Uh, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what I was thinking of Lyndon B. Johnson <laughs> uh, and his and his cupped head. Uh, Lyndon B. Oh. Shopping. <laughs> I don't know why that's my favorite part of that. Uh, Anyone ever done that before? <laughs> you ever Lyndon? All right. Um, so yeah, so uh, the year is 1991. It's Desert Storm. And the Iraqi forces, they're not winning. But you know what they do? Uh, they do what they did in World War One, and they scorch the fucking earth. But instead of just like shooting fucking bullets into it, they fucking set the Gulf, uh, the Persian Gulf, on fire. Uh, and that's. Uh, what that scene from Jarhead is is, is the Jake With the Jones. pillars of fire. Well, yeah, where it, the, the entire sky is basically obscured by smoke. This is kind of what it looked mm. like from space. Okay. Uh, so you're just, we're talking about like the most oil-rich uh, part of the Earth. Um, Again, if you're listening, active, you're going to want a picture, just um, a picture with smoke. Yeah, uh, <laughs> basically just set on fire, you know. Um, uh, to give some more uh, concepts, uh, uh, like actual numbers to this uh, as with as iraqi with forces drew withdrew from kuwait they set fire to 650 oil wells and damaged 75 more which spewed crude oil across the desert in the persian gulf the fires burned for 10 months <laughs> uh and uh let's see here uh when the last one was extinguished uh, in ten, at the 10th month, uh, about 300 lakes of oil remained, as well as a layer of soot that fell out of the sky with sand and gravel uh, to form what they called... Gravel gang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> precisely. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see what else here. Uh, da, da, da. Did you see how long it lasted yet? 10 months, yes. This is like when Tyrion Lannister used wildfire that he obtained from the pyromancers yeah. to fight against <laughs> Stannis Baratheon's uh, blockade. For a good analogy, um, imagine that all of uh, uh, Iraq is a bathroom. And the smoke <laughs> is the light. <laughs> and the light is off for you, 10 months. You can't <laughs> find the light. Uh, yeah. yeah, so an estimated 1.5 
billion barrels of oil were released into the environment. Uh, after most burned, 25 to 40 billion, million barrels ended up across the desert, uh, 11 million in the Persian Gulf. And uh, for comparison, the 2010 Deepwater Horizon spill in the Gulf of Mexico uh, is estimated to have released uh, only 5 million barrels. So 5 million, 1.2 billion. That's what we're talking about. That's uh, a lot of fire. It's a fucking... It's, it's a lot of fire. Uh, and then... So that's 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 the ninth seed. The nineteenth seed is uh, I do like barrels. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's dusty. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, Agent Orange, which is of course that was my name back when I uh, worked for the CIA. Actually, Agent uh, actually <laughs> Dusty was probably exposed to Agent Orange. I, that's how he, that's Dusty's origin story. Yeah, clearly. yeah. <laughs> Agent Orange, of course, was of course uh, the uh, famous. Um, herbicide used in Vietnam to remove the uh, floral cover from the fucking jungle. Uh, you use a, you know... Oh, you can use it for just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a tactical herbicide. Clean the inside of a pot with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, put the pot on your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it also got used, actually, in the Korean War, uh, Thailand, uh, a couple other places outside of... Uh, Vietnam also getting exposed to Agent Orange can cause uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, heart Ex- disease, multiple exposed to Agent Orange. What are we talking about, Louis C.K.? <laughs> you just don't get this kind of content when you're getting prostate cancer from Agent Orange. Uh, <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, Parkinson's, and from an environmental standpoint, you can kind of see this is sort of like a before and after Agent of Orange, what, what it uh, looks like. What are we talking about Donald Trump? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> he's a Russian really does agent. Remove Destroy the environment. Okay, so this is a picture of a lake and then a sad lake. Uh, uh, (laughs) About 17% of the total forested area of Vietnam was sprayed during the war, which disrupted the ecological uh, equilibrium. uh, equilibrium. That's uh, 3 million hectares. Remember, Uh, as Pete Buttigieg said, it was wrong that we were mad at the soldiers back then. Uh, Yes, it is wrong to be mad at (laughs) the killers. Uh, Yeah, this also affected animal, animal diversity, biology, uh, and uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. It also sort of destabilized a lot of the Vietnamese sort of food supply as well because you fucked up all the farms. So those are the two there. I have my choice, uh, but do you have yours? Okay. Okay. So I am leaning towards Kuwaiti oil fires. Here's why. Um, <laughs> we're going to get a lot of human death and uh, uh, just widespread war, you know, uh, uh, chemical ruinings here. We're not going to get the sky being fired <laughs> every seed. Alex has a strong point. Yeah, yep. In terms of imagery, that's what you want on your bracket. Yeah. It's a poetic choice, and I'm picking Kuwaiti oil I'm fires. with you. I'm with you, because honestly, if it, do you guys remember that magician who made the Statue of Liberty disappear? Yeah, David, David Copperfield. Was that him? I don't care. <laughs> What's his the name? Is- <laughs> <laughs> you mean David Copperfield? Uh, hey, you mean Dusty? I'm my skin off. I'm David Copperfield. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make Whoa. it get disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've done that, too. Yeah, I just put Agent Orange uh, up on the big old green lady, and she, she disappeared. I'm going to go... Um, I guess the use of poison is very House Martell, which I enjoy. God damn it. There's <laughs> so much left. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they tragically died, like the Viper. 
uh, <laughs> trying to fight the mountain. The mountain being U.S. Empire, uh, the Viper being... Uh, okay, I back, okay. Up, I back that it up. It is 11.45 at <laughs> night right now. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. All right, uh, so now we're into the folly and fire category. Yeah. Uh, we have the a 30... song of folly and fire. Yeah, we have the. I 30... can do this Jesus the Christ. entire time. Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> I believe you. Uh, so the th- we have the thirty-first seed up against the eleventh seed. Uh, the thirty-first seed is Washington in eighteen eighty-nine, and the eleventh seed is ah. Wait a minute. Where is the other? ah? The California campfire that happened last year. All right, that was a big one that ruined the Bachelor Mansion. Yes. Mm. So uh, tune in next summer to watch. Together in the woods. (laughs) So okay. So for context, uh, (laughs) most people know what the California campfire is, but here's what you got to know about Washington in the in 1889. It was on fire. Uh, okay. multiple times in multiple different areas. You know how there was a Chicago fire? There was a great Seattle fire as well. All right? Huh. Yeah, it happened in 1889. Uh, and in the same year, there was also the great Spokane fire and also the great Ellensburg what fire. What you need to do <laughs> is picture a fire with jazz behind it. Yeah, exactly. Why uh, do they keep calling them great? Because um, they were really big. These uh, fires, we've never seen anything so, like so them. so big. Uh, In terms of fire, they're so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just hugging fire like a flag. <laughs> uh, the thing you also have to know about the Seattle fire is it happened at approximately 2.30, June 6, 1889, and it was because a cow tipped over a glue pot. Hell yeah. <laughs> Folks, don't we love the glue pot? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just uh, a pot of glue tipped over, and that did the cow fart on it? A cow, no, uh, uh some hot fucking glue and uh it was some hot glue and a lot of things especially in the pacific northwest where there's a temperate rainforest were made out of wood and (laughs) thus cut on fire the cow was hot gluing its anime figurine (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so basically after all was said and done uh the fire burned 25 city blocks and turned including the entire business district uh the total fatalities uh, over oh yeah there are <laughs> the cows just like sweating nervously <laughs> moo <laughs> no nothing don't cancel me here's the, here's the thing only one person died in the Seattle fire but a million rodents were killed <laughs> Ooh, all right. oh, I hate lost. it and the total estimate in US dollars today is about uh, 697 million dollars in damage uh, 20, that's a lot of hummus 20, 20 million in 1889 Nine numbers, uh, and of course, uh, what was the one that I said? It was thirty-one and eleven. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, eleven is the California campfire. The California campfire, by contrast, is the deadliest and most destructive wildfire in California history to date. It's the deadliest wildfire in the United States since. Uh, the Cloquette Fire in 1918. Gen Z does it again. <laughs> and it was the costliest natural disaster in 2018. It was basically happened in Northern California. Uh, and it was formed because Pacific Gas and Electric, the old PGE, uh, decided not to power down their generators after high wind forecasts and low humidity. Uh, you know, uh, basically... It started the way most fires start with a quick little thing, and then because it was windy and and very uh, dry, it 
spread. What did Smokey the Bear say? He said, oh, I'm being burnt alive. <laughs> uh, you had one job, and it was to prevent forest fires. And now I'm being burnt alive. <laughs> That's why he's not wearing a shirt. He got burnt off. <laughs> yeah, so by uh, after everything was said and done, this fire went from November 9th uh, until November 21st. And uh, in that time, uh, it, it burned hundreds of thousands of acres of land and also plummeted the greater Bay Area in the just demonic-looking smoke. This is what the Bay Bridge looked like before and after. Whoa. Yeah, it's really bad. Okay, it just, now we're looking at a picture of a lot of smoke. Uh, you know, just for, just <laughs> Folks, can, most of these pictures, they're just a lot of smoke. Just picture the beautiful San Francisco <laughs> skyline uh, completely obscured by the most uh, hazy, demonic smoke you can imagine. Also, the interesting thing about the California fire, because there, uh, more and more natural disasters are going to keep happening as climate change picks up, right? But we're getting to see the just uh, selling off and shipping out and privatization of basic local goods where you get firemen using Will Smith's mansion as a base. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because he's the only one with a helicopter pad. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, uh, it should mention <laughs> that's tea. <laughs> I've snatched a wig already. Uh, <laughs> my wig! I have to go back there for my wig. <laughs> so um, I think this one my wig's is, on fire. I think I think this one is uh, Smokey the Bear's wearing the wig. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rainbow. It's a, it's it covers my birds. <laughs> oh, I have alopecia now. Uh, he, yeah, so I, uh, as, as much as I love uh, Washington, I think this one goes for the California campfire. It's uh, bigger uh, in terms of scope and is also like a big signifier for overall climate change in hey, general. That's uh, a big fire. Yeah. This reminds me of the plot line with a foolish young prince who decides mm -hmm. he's going to try to wed Daenerys Targaryen by charming uh, her dragon. I'm going to kill myself oh. by the end of this podcast. <laughs> 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 Only to be burnt brutally. <laughs> Somehow left out of the TV show. They left a lot of good shit out of the TV show. Yeah. Do you, um, put the California do you, do you, fire on Game of Thrones. Do you, do you agree, Irene? <laughs> I would like to give the Washington fire credit for being as destructive in the rainiest place that I'm aware oh. of. This is true. Still got to go with California. Yeah, it, it's, if we're hey, listing two fires and one is bigger than the other one, it's going to be the bigger fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, folks. Folks, it's a big fire, all right? What's uh, fun is we're learning. Uh, okay, well, I do have more fire. We are in the following Woo! fire category right now. Uh, the next one is against the uh, 25th and 18th seed. The 25th seed is the Great Chicago Fires. Oh, the OG. And this one, the 18th seed, the Eagle Creek Fire. Now, Ooh. the Eagle Creek Fire, you may Ooh. not immediately recognize, but that was basically... The exact same fire as the California campfire in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and this one was started because a teen was putting off fireworks. <laughs> uh, that he, sucks. Yeah, oh, it sucks real bad. Uh, uh, and the thing that is even crazier about the, the Eagle Creek fire is like there's not a lot of uh, there's a lot of good pictures of the uh, of the California campfire, but because the Pacific Northwest is the Pacific Northwest, you get some real demonic looking fires. Whoa, that's it's, fucking sick! Look, it looks like Mordor. Yeah, it's, it's badass. Look at it's really intense. It's like Fantasia. Now, what you're gonna want to picture here yeah. is the movie Mandy. Yeah, no, yeah, it and looks it's like, like Mandy. That. It's like Mandy. Uh, also, fun fact: that teen he was ordered. 
by the court to pay a, a, like a reparations of $36 million. <laughs> <laughs> which Student obvi- debt is out of control. He's got like a lemonade stand set up. Yeah, which he obviously couldn't pay. So they also gave him uh, 1,900 hours of community service, which I did the math on is 80 full days. The of court hereby finds uh, cool teen guilty and sentenced to a verdict of 5,000 dabs. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's kind of really is the same situation as the California campfire. It just it uh, it just burned for a, a while. Uh, Much yeah. like Brand's incessant climbing. Oh, oh, god. oh my god! That's not even all right. Whatever. Which one's the set, bigger fire, set Danny? Off the events uh, of the entire series, really. <laughs> the three-eyed raven. He's not wrong. Well, okay. The <laughs> Chicago I'm not fire. Wrong. Okay, the Chicago fire. It's also started by a cow, right? Um, th- rumored rumored i think to be also started by a cow but we're not entirely sure that happened in 18 18- of these aren't even man-made they're cow-made <laughs> catastrophes they're 18 it's it's 1871 Ooh. is when that started uh to give you scope the chicago fire was so gigantic that even if you go to chicago today and like get a tour uh of chicago and just go around it people distinguish the city in terms of pre and post fire right. essentially it really completely altered the city in terms of how it was changed. The thing about the Chicago fire is it's a deep dish fire. So what you're going to get is just a lot more sauce, a lot more Uh, cheese, (laughs) more vegetables, more buttery crust. Uh, yeah. It's also like an improv based fire. Yes. Kamel Nanjiani was in this fire. Yeah. (laughs) Kyle Kinane. I can't do the, I can't do the voice. Uh, yes. Also, voice not found. Uh, unlike the Seattle fire, the Chicago fire did kill 300 people, left a hundred thousand homeless, uh, 17,000 structures were destroyed and cost about $200 million. All right. So now, now I will say, I think this one's a bit of a toss up. It really depends where your favors are. So, like, think about like what do you and all like. Sounds like one killed way more people, and the other one just looked like Mandy. Uh, okay, okay, that's one argument. (laughs) How do you feel about it? Oh, Irene. this is tricky. I know. It's it's a little bit... Th- these are two seeds that are relatively close to I'll each other. I'll say now, California's sweeping this whole bracket, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, like, and don't get me wrong. I have very strong feelings about the Pacific Northwest being on fire, um, but this is a <laughs> bit of a more historical fire, one could say. The only other thing I would say is that Chicago actually bounced back in terms of like economic stuff uh-huh. after yeah. this happened like uh the they they started the, a great reconstruction effort and laid the foundation for the modern city of chicago uh people were already moving back there in droves within nine years there were some five hundred thousand people was this before or after the world's fair no it was before and it was partially how it ended up having it I going think. with that one because that's what led to hh holmes murder house hell yeah okay okay so we're you're is that you feel the same way alex uh, no, I'm going with Chicago Fire. That, Chicago Fire all the way. That's uh, what I mean. We're okay. We got a we got our first big upset. Okay, we got a 25th seed taking out the 18th seed, and I and I'm for it. Frankly, it's gonna be swallowed up by that great Tinsel Town Fire in the other bracket. Okay, well now we're into the interesting bracket, which is uh, the Four Horsemen bracket. Get out of here is, with this fire bullshit. This shit. This shit gets uh pretty wild, pretty fast. Uh. Every one of these are either five-star or four-star ranked. And we have the first seed up against the 10th. Uh, does first anybody want to take a guess at what the number one seed is? Love. Yeah. 
What, wait, what is the category? <laughs> we're in the four horsemen. Adam biting the apple. We're, uh, we're in the four <laughs> horsemen territory, so you have to think life-ending things or oh. really bad. Um, I, I don't know. Garbage Island in the... Oh, no, that'll oh, be in I the ocean. Like garbage, that's going to be in the water one. It's, yeah. you're, you're, it'll be there. It'll Just, be there. Be oh, I, I can't wait for we want gar- We want the Garbage Island. Okay. The number one seed against the number 10 seed. Number 10 seed, Chernobyl. Okay. okay, that's a good one. Number one seed, the Black Plague. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So uh, let's start out with the number one seed. That's a good one. It's pretty fun. Uh, the Black Plague, estimated to have killed 30 to 60% of Europe's population in the 14th century. Uh, it reduced the population from... 40, 450 million to about 350 million. Uh, it took it was the first white genocide. It took 200 years <laughs> for the world population to recover to its previous level. Uh, it also killed people in Egypt, uh, half of Paris's population, Ooh. Italy, uh, and then just everywhere. Everywhere you think. That's where it was. Fun thing about the bubonic plague, you get it, and then the cysts that develop, the big black lumps, those are called buboes, which is... (laughs) Could you imagine being killed by a bubo? Uh, Also... So stupid. Uh, Bubo uh, (laughs) O'Rourke. You know what I'm saying? Just for context, also, uh, historical context, too, because 14th century healers were fucking stupid, <laughs> Europeans turn to astrological forces and the Jews as uh, the reasons oh, right. for... So this is sort of a precursor for a lot of things. Uh, it's a precursor a for... A sampler plate, uh, if you will. Uh, for the Holocaust and just uh, uh, every woman I know being like, what's your sign? I was like, and, say, uh, how, how much smarter are we now? And really? genuinely <laughs> Brooklyn? Yeah. Uh, with your tarot cards? Yeah. Uh, so and your Jews. That's <laughs> uh, number 10 is uh, Chernobyl. Uh, the Chernobyl accident, as it's referred to, it happened in 1986 as a ref- uh, result of a flawed reaction design- reactor design. Uh, basically, uh, it happened in uh, the Ukraine, right over here. A lot of great video Wonders. game levels off this disaster. He is uh, <laughs> Wave Racer has a great Chernobyl level. <laughs> it killed 30 operators. Uh, Top tier operators. Uh, <laughs> uh, Triple digit orgasms. Uh, from ew. the radiation. Ew. <laughs> um, also, uh, the Chernobyl disaster is a unique event, and it's the only accident in the history of commercial nuclear power where the radiation-related fa- fatalities occurred. Uh, so people actually uh, fucking got irradiated and died uh, that way. Uh, the other th- now, the thing about... Here's the thing. Black Plague, it's, a very, it's very strong. It's very yeah. strong, okay? I Chernobyl is also nu- nuclear nuclear stuff. Mm. It's, it's very scary because Chernobyl was basically this first big awakening of like, oh, yeah, if you um, just make up a, 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 a small mistake, right. you could uh, fuck up everything. You can't leave the sauce on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, For I, our Italian listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, and then, uh, and of course, this is, uh, you know, it was a prominent failure of uh, the USSR at the time. Right. Uh, uh, just sort of like uh, putting into highlight, uh, highlighting that, like, it, you look, you put even, if you put, if you fuck up even just a little bit, you, you could, you could fuck shit up for mo- literal millennia. You can't take five minutes to go on a break and just enjoy a squat. Yeah. Uh, a Slav squat? A Slavic style S- squat. squat. Yeah. 
Uh, do you have any thoughts on it? Do you what? Are, what are your what are your decisions? Um. So I'm so behind Hiroshima Nagasaki moving forward in this tournament that uh, I don't think Chernobyl is going to be my pick. Um, Chernobyl, it's a nuclear disaster, which is going to be a specter looming over the whole bracket. Very powerful contender yes, tournament yes, here. But yes. it's not the nuclear disaster, okay? There are others. And Black Plague, you love to see. You love to see. <laughs> so much mayo. It also gets friend. goth. It's goth points because you had the fucking doctors walking around with the beak masks on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Raven. Very cool. The three-eyed Raven. Uh-huh. Oh, who's Jake now? Uh, who's the Jake now? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. In the Game of Look Thrones, <laughs> you, I, or you die. I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, I, I am going to put. I'm going to put it forward unless you have any uh, strong points, well, Irene. Kyburn, the evil evil maester. On one of the other ones, you mentioned the amount of rodent-related deaths. Yeah. How many rodents died in the Black Plague? Do we have a ballpark on this? Oh, one? well, the rodents did. The they Black carried plague. the Black Plague. Yeah. They but, carried. So we should have their, that number, right? It's their yeah. greatest triumph. I, I also, I also <laughs> would, I also would say the reason I'm even putting the plague in here is because even though it was technically caused by rodents, uh, it's one of those things where it is a folly of mankind. Like we were too dumb to realize how things worked and because of that we exacerbated our problems like one of the things is like if you (laughs) i can't remember who said it but one of the things about the black plague that people said happened is that if you had it like a doctor would come to your house and be like oh okay we're gonna take care of this tomorrow and then you'd stay in your hut and then the next morning your hut would be bricked up (laughs) <laughs> so like, they lo- they bathroomed you. They put you in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> you're banging on the wall yeah. of the bricked up hut. So the lock. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so the guy with the beak masks on is like the lock. The lock. <laughs> the lock. So, Take the boobos off. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a. Uh, it was a uh, uh, super bad, just because of. It was exacerbated by human incompetence, of course. Bubo plague, man. Bubo plague fucking rules. I'm gonna go yeah. the black plague also because it killed a lot of royalty as well. It yes. did. It did. It took mm. out a lot of Habsburg uh, cases for sure. That's uh, right. We black lost a lot of weak chins in that. Yo. One. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, okay, this one is a. This one, I think, I want to see what this is gonna be interesting. Next is the set number two seed against the number six seed, which is. Fukushima, okay. Daiichi. That's number two against Amazon deforestation. Oh, Ooh, that's right. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, uh, we're all. Well, we have another Amazon winner in this bracket. Yeah. Hey. Ooh. So we're all familiar with the Fukushima Daiichi accident. It was a, a 15 mi- uh, meter tsunami disabled the Fukushima Daiichi reactors in Japan. On uh, the 11th of March, 2011, all three cores a, a largely... A lot of these happening in Japan, yeah. I want to point out. They melted down. What is going to happen to their porn in 100 years? <laughs> <laughs> um, tsunami porn. Yeah, that's it's why Instead of tentacles, it's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just looks like that. <laughs> yeah. It should, you know, it should be noted, if people don't know how nuclear reactors work, uh, it's basically just a piece of uranium-238 in water causing steam that then pushes turbines it's, it's truly that simple and when you don't have water in there uh it gets too hot and it melts down and it's if you let really a cow bad. kick over your <laughs> <Fukushima> <laughs> <reactor>. <laughs> it's gonna be real bad uh 
uh, as, uh, uh, as, as official figures show, there's been a, about a thousand uh, deaths from uh, from this. But the thing about Japan is, it's a uh, uh, big it, not. They're not willing to admit their dis- mistakes, and there's been quite a few. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here, you, you, <laughs> folk, folks. Danny will here. take them to task. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they're actually the thing is they're not sorry enough. Uh, the thing is, is that uh, Japan has no name. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're the faceless men. There has been a lot of very like hush hush cover up about Fukushima specifically, and about like the official death tolls and like the official like how many people were exposed. Um, you know, I will say that this is sort of like uh, evidence that has been you know it's it's not as uh, recorded, but like there have been. So circumstantial evidence, uh, wait, not circumstantial, anecdotal evidence. Uh, we're in Seattle, where I'm from. Uh, some of the planks, like irradiated planks from Fukushima, have washed onto the shore. Cool. Uh, uh, so you're talking about a large spread exposure pretty much throughout the Pacific Ocean, first of all. And okay. Japan's just like, no, 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 it didn't really happen. It's the you got chocolate on my peanut butter of <laughs> nuclear disasters. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, it, it's bad, and we don't really know exactly how bad it is. Well, J- Japan is fun, though, because you get those stories like all of the elderly people volunteering to do the cleanup because they're going to die anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's... Have we that doesn't just happen in here. Syracuse or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Our old people would just be like, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> And then this is up against uh, Dusty just fucking rolls in on a, <laughs> on a wave floating on a nuclear plank. Fox News said the Jews did this. <laughs> uh, this one is up against Amazon. Oh, uh, uh, oh sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, we're moving right, Irene's here. chair. I'm being. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's in the business center. Say what? Uh, hey everyone, the audio drops out a little bit here because uh, the guy who works the front counter at the hotel came up to us and um, insulted our podcast and then also told Irene that she was sitting in a chair at the business section of the podcast. So uh, that's all that happened there. Hey, intermission time. Get up and get yourself a little snack, okay? Um, now, back to the show. No worries. You're making it work. You're making it work. Yeah, this okay. is working for me. I'm on the floor now, guys. Yeah, that went better than I thought it was going to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of, hey, are you guys only 40% into a 32-person bracket right now? <laughs> <laughs> so the second one is Amazon deforestation. Uh, and it's estimated 67,000 square kilometers of the rainforest, in a, uh, which is larger than West Virginia, has been cleared. Uh, the and then this is where it gets a little bit exacerbated. Y'all heard of a little guy named uh, Jair Bolsonaro? You heard of that guy? Folks, yeah, he's a Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Jair Canyonero. Uh, <laughs> why uh, <laughs> Bolsonaro? <laughs> Bolsonaro? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Bolsonaro! <laughs> uh, basically, his election as the president of Brazil is very bad because he's very outwardly basically decided to just not really stop people from deforesting uh, the Amazon rainforest. And if you don't know, the Amazon holds the largest tropical rainforest in the world. Uh, It's home to uh, largest diversity of land species. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, the region is believed to be home to 10%, 1 in 10, 
of the species on Earth. Uh, uh, 75% are unique to the Amazon. They don't exist anywhere else. Uh, 3,000 species of fish. Uh, and uh, also, just a big plot of carbon sequestration. Right, you see, when you right. cut down trees... They can't hold in. They can't take in your dirty ass uh, uh, carbon anymore. You know, well, and they need to eat my carbon. Bitch. Yeah, and keep in mind, this is also being uh, uh, deforested for cattle, which is for eating, uh, which also is really bad for the environment because cattle uh, have methane that comes out of them and very. I see your world wonder, but what if it was coconut water? <laughs> What? Or a different thing. <laughs> what could it be? So, uh... Bolsonaro strikes me as, like, a, one of the Yunkai weird leaders that gets killed by Daenerys. And, like, uh, you know, he tries sure. to fuck her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's got those sunken eyes. Oh, yeah, he looks definitely like he has a couple horcruxes of himself out in the world, for the sure. The carbon levels would be magic returning to the world. Yeah, so, um... I... I, I would I would go with Amazon in this case, but I also I'm really on the fence. You know, I could really go both ways. I am going Amazon. Um, Fukushima is a bigger disaster, sure. Yeah. In the day to day of it, it's a bad day. But here's the thing about the Amazon: <laughs> those trees being gone is going to fuck each and what and every one of us because they're not eating up all the yummy carbon. Yeah. So uh, I gotta give to Amazon. Also, I love monkeys and shit, and that's a big thing for me. I love I love monkeys. I love Teddy Roosevelt killing like killing snakes. a fucking elephant in the or not an elephant. Maybe I like an those human tribes that have like f- fingernail martial arts. <laughs> I need you know to go on YouTube <laughs> for that. <laughs> fingernail uh, martial arts. You, yeah, look this it is up. this one's in the balance. Do you, Jake or Irene have an opinion on it? I'm going to talk before Jake because I really don't need more Game of Thrones. <laughs> 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 I'm going to say Amazon because I feel like this is something that we've been hearing about for a really long time and we've been aware of for a long time and it's mm-hmm. just been creeping and creeping and creeping. 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 It's creeping. It's creeping. creeping. It's creeping. Like, creeping. Like a white walker. Okay, I'm going to go <laughs> fucking uh, Amazon also. Okay. Uh, it's not as interesting or fun, but it's way worse. We have we have another upset, upset my friends. Six Seed takes over the second. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, Maybe you just didn't sell Fukushima enough. It was the second seed it's really bad Did it, didn't you say when we were researching this that if they didn't like shut off one of the water valves it would have poisoned the entire ocean it did kind of right okay but you know rainforest it's got to be there uh yeah this is my is land it, is bias proof bracket. of yeah, that look, in three years we'll probably be doing this bracket again i'll probably still be in school somewhere else <laughs> we can do fukushima then we yeah. will be doing the podcast in an underground relief shelter <laughs> is, is there conclusive we'll evidence of the, the ocean being yeah. irradiated because like don't you remember that like that fake fucking uh, graphic that went around a couple years ago yeah, of yeah. like look at the ocean how irradiated it is and it yeah actually... that's the thing well Guys, the okay. ocean's fine here's the thing shut up <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's the thing. It, it's still it's clean. It's less conclusive. It's like than a the shower all like, the time. It's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, look. The te- what doctors say that the only acceptable radiation level is zero. Uh, the uh, uh, a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, yeah. Look, I get it. I get it. Uh, it's it's like less abstinence. conclusive. Uh, but 
I, I believe I think this is the right step forward. You uh, can get a little irradiated. You can get a fucking little right. Uh, okay, so next up, uh, we're into the scars of capitalism category. We have the 12th seed up against the 29th seed. Uh, number 12 is just the city of Beijing, China. Uh, <laughs> Burn. Uh, yeah. You uh, got burnt, Beijing, China. Uh, the 29th seed, on the other hand, is uh, the Gowanus Canal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my recommendation. Uh, wait, <laughs> so I'm going to start off with Beijing uh, in this in this case. So Beijing, China. What do we know about it? It's uh, the, You know how there's like about 9 million people in New York? Well, there's 21 million in Beijing. All right? Yikes. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah. And when you have a lot of people, it means a lot of fucking trash and air pollution. What uh, if they had to avoid smog alerts? Uh, wait, what? Rolling waves of smog <laughs> coming down, making areas of a city unlivable. Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, according uh to uh, the Asian Development Bank in 2013, seven of the most 10 polluted cities in the world are in China, including uh, one of them being Beijing. Uh, in attempt to reduce the air pollution, though, the Chinese government has made very unilateral, strict rules to very uh, much curb the particulate in the air. And that's the thing you got to worry about in this case. That's what really fucks people up. Is Most men don't even know about the particulate. I'm going to let that one pass by. Snatch <laughs> 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 uh, my wig. Just <laughs> surrounded by all that smog. Uh, so, um, so ba- actually, uh, that picture of San Francisco that I showed, where it, like it's like half and shrouded in, in smoke, right, yeah. that's what that's what Beijing looks like. It's basically. like that all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hasn't it improved in like the last ten years or something? Though that's the thing is like because of China's rapid industrialization and the fact that they use so much coal, that's what caused it. But again, they're like. They act unilaterally. When Xi Jinping says, you got to fucking stop doing this, they're just like, okay. And then they, they kind of do, you know? Daddy said no more coal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no more. He I'm said a, our masks are stupid. I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big coal daddy. Uh, I'm a little coal daddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little co- uh, Danny's impression of a Chinese person. <laughs> I'm a little coal I daddy. I am a little, I will not do the voice. <laughs> I was going to say, we got to. Not after last year. Chinese the, person uh, I will I've not do heard. the voice. We're moving on. We got a complaint last time. So now our impressions of Chinese people are just sound like us going, I'm a little, little coal, coal daddy. daddy. <laughs> I'm uh, a little coal daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Beijing. Uh, <laughs> now, the Gowanus Canal, uh, on the other hand, it's much more local issue. It is why it is so high up in the bracket. But I can assure you, it is uh, incredibly, it is a super fun site. It's it, gross. It's extremely gross. It uh, washes up trash and the dogs eat it before you can find it when you're walking the dogs, folks. Some of the things that are in the Gowanus Canal... Uh, Got a benzofluorine, uh, benzo or copper, benzoapronine, uh, di benzo uh, anthracene, lead. This po- water's fucking faded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polychlorinated bifills, PCBs. You might have heard of them, folks. You ever heard of this? PCBs. Uh, also, the Guanas Canal has pretty much been heavily contaminated throughout its, all of its New York existence. Right. It's always been real fucking gross and. The it's not like these new canals that just pretend they have depression. Yeah, it's, it's always had depression. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this a canal or is it Little Peep? You know what I'm saying? Uh, First it, of his name. It'll cost <laughs> you. Uh, it'll cost about 500 million 
to clean it up. And the thing is, because New York politics are basically just a oversized rat who controls the uh, cast iron union, yeah. uh, it's a, they basically keep passing the buck and like, yeah, we'll fund it this year, and then like right, it just right, doesn't right. happen. Uh, it's very, it's very dirty. It's a dirty ass canal. Should fix the MTA. It, yes, it took me so long to get here. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take you so long to get back. Um, the fun thing about the Gowanus Canal is, unlike Beijing, it's all turn of the 20th century yeah. waste. So it's like old timey's <laughs> oils. Yeah, vintage waste. Yeah, it's Ooh. one of those things where on the top of it, it's dirty, but if you touch the bottom of it. You just die. That's it. Yeah, you just fucking die. They it's send very... robots to go scoop it, and the robots just live down there now. <laughs> that, actually, that, that, that is one of the things they couldn't ana- they couldn't analyze the bottom of it because when robots got to the bottom, they would break. Right. Yeah. They would say gross. I yeah. Keep thinking this about is that gross. guy. He was from I want to say like Park Slope or something, and he did an ice bucket challenge with go. Uh, Oh my god! And I keep wondering, like, is he now, growing tentacles? No, now? now he has Parkinson's yeah, or whatever. That's how you get that disease? Yeah, he yeah. fucking just got Lou Gehrig's disease after that. Lyndon B. Johnson disease. Uh, we I, sent a robot to Mars, but we can't. We can't get to the bottom of the Gowanus. No, that's we fucked up. Yeah. Now, I personally am going to go with Beijing, China, because I think China's fucked up. However, I will say. <laughs> It's bad, folks. It's very it's bad. environmentally speaking. It's environmentally it? fucked up. Uh, and they invented global warming. Uh, uh, but the thing you have to remember is, like like I said, if Xi Jinping wants to have a better environment, he will act unilaterally and basically ha- make it happen, which he appears to sort of be curbing. He's the leader. He has all the new thoughts. <laughs> he guides Marxism's arrows. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I would go with Beijing. Do you have any opinions? I actually think that communist China has no problems, and I will not be joining this revisionist uh, coup <laughs> against such a glorious city on the hill. Also, I'm fucking New York all the way, baby. <laughs> Gowanus. Gowanus taking the whole bracket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're split. What do you think oh this is tough how are we split oh right i've seen pictures of beijing i think the masks are are you playing what are you playing kind of okay okay (laughs) (laughs) beijing objectively worse damage but uh i used to cross the goannas canal every day to get to work it doesn't have the thing in they don't use that water to make those bagels (laughs) so nice (laughs) (laughs) imagine eating a guanas bagel oh I'd just be green. I love regional <laughs> podcasting so fucking much. Uh, people know what Kiwanis is. They made a joke about it in the Venture Brothers. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. It's where the Studio 54 uh, spaceship was stuck inside of the Kiwanis Canal <laughs> in the Andy Warhol episode. It's, it, look, it's, it's kind it of up to... It could actually happen. That's what bothers <laughs> me about what, So what do, we, what do we think? Because it could actually come up to... Your whatever what, Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. Gowanus versus the other. Which was the other one? Beijing. 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 Um, Beijing is sort of like Yunkai when they were ba- burning all their dead and turning into a giant small. Gowanus Canal. I'm going with Gowanus Canal. <laughs> it's Gowanus Canal. Wow, we have a major upset. Wait, wait, you, you guys are going Gowanus Canal? Defend the West. The robot thing's fucking me up. <laughs> Over fucking. Beijing? Oh, we know what's going on in Beijing. I want to know what's going on at the bottom what's of the Gowanus Canal. What's happening in our own backyard? <laughs> okay. What's wrong with the this bagels? Is, I strongly disagree, but all right. <laughs> this is a kind of upset that really makes this podcast sorry, great. But, like, if I have to hide a dead body anywhere in this city, I know I go to Gowanus Canal now because Look. all I got to do is weigh it down. It's never going to come back. You know where you could hide a d- dead body? In a cloud of Chinese smog. <laughs> no one would ever find it. <laughs> uh, well, we have some... some 
These, okay. This one. I'm a man from Beijing. There's a body in this small. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I float in it with my air contraption. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this one I think is gonna uh, perhaps raise uh, <laughs> some 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 uh, more passion. I think just because uh, look, I don't know what it's gonna do. I'm just gonna say it. We're going up against the. Uh, um, yep, yep. Uh, Flint, Michigan versus the L.A. Inversion. Okay. <laughs> L.A. Inversion is that like a women's basketball team or something? <laughs> <laughs> Folks. Uh, as we as we're all aware, uh, Flint, Michigan, uh, it's not good right now, folks. It's it's pretty terrible. It's, it's uh, not winning. It's not good. Uh, essentially, uh, the early estimates of the outcome of what happened in Flint: uh, six thousand to twelve thousand children were exposed to lead. Public health state of emergency. Seventy nine lawsuits. Uh, four resignations, four firings, five suspensions, and 15 criminal indictments, and 12 deaths from Legionnaire's disease. Uh, essentially, what happened is the city of Flint uh, were going to switch over their water source. And when they did that, they didn't account, I believe, for the chlorine that would basically degrade the pipes that they were using. And uh, long story short, they exposed everybody in the fucking town to lead, and they didn't, didn't and pretty much still don't have drinkable water the water's black well, michael what's moore the bagel is pissed situation like now with that water oh, you gotta have, see these bagels like halloween year round they're heavy they're very heavy full of that lead <laughs> and if anybody doesn't know how lead works it makes you crazy because there's a receptor in your brain that can take it in and you can't process lead <laughs> oh, no no i'm not a pencil it uh <laughs> stop saying irene's a pencil yeah. By the way. uh yeah uh, also because uh I've, i'm sure you have this written down anyway but because the entire t- town is just uh, uh, like after the public reception that the water was ruined and no one cared. The government essentially decided that it was uh, just open season over there and started doing military training drills they with did. tanks in the they streets. Did. And they didn't tell anybody. So you just wake up and there would be like the Iraq war happening outside. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, have a big, uh, long pole of a cup of lead water go crazy and then look at a bunch of tanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Uh, now, on the other hand of this, we have kind of the exact opposite because it is an incredibly boring thing, but something that is incredibly persistent nonetheless, which is the consistent uh, pollution that exists over Los Angeles all the time. I don't know who here has flown into LA before, but... It's fucking gross. Yeah, you June literally gloom. They have an entire pollution month. Yeah, yeah. You literally fly into a gross cloud every time you go into that city. Uh, here's a picture from when it was worse. Uh, this is back in the 40s and 50s before cool they car, had de-leaded the, uh, the gasoline. What we're looking at here is a man, and he's got a little gas mask on. Yeah, uh, and he's in like Audio a... Audio content. He's in a, uh, <laughs> a... We're looking at more smoke gang. <laughs> smoke yeah, gang. You know, uh, and it's just one of those things where, I mean, like for all of New York's problems and like some of the grosser days that do exist here, I do sort of laugh at all my friends who do live in LA because it's just like, gotta y'all, y'all live in a fucking dirt cloud. You <laughs> it's all on live fire in, and can't it's see, a dirt cloud. You can't see the Hollywood sign when you're in Hollywood some days because it is that fucking smoggy outside and you just shouldn't breathe that in. You don't even it's have a gross canal over there, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, this one's, I mean, this one's up in the air. Uh, you know, hey. the fatality, the fatalities, yeah. um, so much more. I'm sp- Chinese. Like, s- spread out. Uh, so I am Chinese as well. 
but uh, I would say the overall deaths in Flint are potentially lower, but it's more astounding and uh, like a, a symptom of capitalism. Uh, whereas the LA inversion is more just like uh, sort of a death, a slow death by the proliferation of cars, uh, the destruction of their own sort of like mass transit system. The LA inversion is just how much the city of LA sucks yeah, put into say, environment problems. I'm going with Flint because I kind of like that LA is literally choking itself to death. Yeah. It is. It's doing a David Carradine. Sure, <laughs> sure. So you're going with Flint. It's Flint. actually, you can't kink shame them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, you can't kink shame this guy. You can't guy, right? kink shame <laughs> the man in the mask of the car. That guy's horny as that's just right there. what he needs to yeah, do. Driving that car with his hands. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Big Johnson. Uh, I stick my dick in this oil pipeline to stop because to stop it from happening. Big Johnson. <laughs> uh, do you the have any opinions? Uh, my take on this is dip. that um, both of these crises created bad stand-up comedy riffs. Um, in the did. '90s, everyone was like, "Look in L.A., man. You can't even see your hand in front of you." And then now, everyone's like super woke, so comedy. Comedy isn't even jokes. It's just going out on stage. It's going like, Flint doesn't have fucking clean drinking water. Thank you for coming out tonight. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. And I'm going to go. I think the uh, that one bothers me more. So Flint works. Really cutting to the core of the issue. I w- I would effect on stand-up comedy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest. Quitting comedy. Quit before Flint became big news. Ugh. Missed all of that. You're missing these nice. great riffs. Nice. Must be nice. Pure mind Is right it? now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, also saying Flint, uh, it's just uh, more exciting. It is. I mean... It is more exciting. Are you uh, not entertained? As a Chinese man, I do find this more exciting. <laughs> they're still drinking bottled water, so that's just creating more plastic and pollution. This is also that's... like a New York-based podcast. Like, L.A., come on. Yeah, fuck yeah. off. Go. Like said, they can choke themselves. Go choke on your go. cars, you know? <laughs> okay, we're entering into the, another part of the bracket. This is water, water everywhere. These are water-based things. All right. I think I'm going... Water world. I'm going water all the way. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm so we're going the 27 camp. seed against the 7 seed seed the 27 seed is Myanmar disease the seventh seed is the great barrier reefs death anymore is it <laughs> okay uh, so the great barrier reef as we all know is uh, this giant uh, uh, ocean-based fixture around uh, Australia and basically uh, if because of um, the change in like the ocean's uh, acidity and what have you, uh, it uh, has gotten bleached. Now this happens every once in a while where it'll literally turn white and things will die in it. And the because great it's Bar- scared. And the Great Barrier Weef, Reef, it has bleached before, but because it is happening in such a quicker um, sort of like instances, it can't really recover and it will probably die. It's also good to uh, we're saying that it's an incredibly diverse uh, uh, organism. And, uh, it's like Houston, Texas, but a reef. Uh, yeah, pretty much, actually. Yeah, uh, Texas jokes. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, you can kind of picture what's happening there as akin to a devastating forest fire, you know, uh, with, with very little hope. Picture for a forest fire, right? But it's under the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Myanmar disease is actually... Uh, it's a little bit less known, but it's still like equally horrifying in 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 a like human in a human scale. Uh, basically, what happened is starting in like 1950, 
uh, this place in Japan. We're back in Japan, fam. Uh, Where bad things happen. They started dumping. I'm Japanese. <laughs> I am Japanese. I'm Japanese, and I am afraid of Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they started uh, dumping methyl mercury industrial waste into the into the water. The Chis the Chiso Corporation. Uh, from 1932 to 1968, this is a highly toxic chemical, uh, and it bioaccumulated in the shellfish and fish in Myanmar Bay in the Shiranui Sea. Uh, people ate there, and effectively, uh, 2,265 people died, essentially, uh, because of it. Uh, some of the things that Myanmar disease caused were uh, muscle weakness, loss of peripheral vision, hearing, uh, comatose, insanity, paralysis, you know, all that good shit. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, so it's we're talking about uh, local versus the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, what, do you have any strong opinions any which way? I am just finding out about the Myanmar disease, and I love what it's bringing to the table. I love that it's not just this old, oh, the entire planet's dying. <laughs> oh, all of our wonders are bleaching before our eyes and an entire generation wiped <laughs> off the planet of the Earth. Instead, it's like, hey, we've got a weird illness. <laughs> it's in the water. It's like you saw a nuclear bomb, but it's wet. And it's a wet bomb. It's a wet bomb. What if a fire was wet? Myamata disease. Wow. Okay, Alex is going for a high a high pick. Jake? <laughs> All right, Myamata disease is reminiscent of the stone men who live <laughs> in the water. You catch it by getting too close to the water, yeah, therefore it's water poisoning. Right? Sometimes they come um, out of the water. Yeah, it's really scary. They're they jump on stone. boats and stuff, and that's pretty cool, but uh, I'm going to go Great Barrier Reef is way more um, like a symptom of real big... Um, you know, it's it's like White Walker shit. It is uh, very bad, yeah. It's like they broke through the big wall. Uh, <laughs> Irene? <laughs> Alex made a lot of really great points for the disease whose name I can't say and already forgot the name of. I don't know how to spell it. Mayamata? Mayamata? Shigeru Miyamoto, the guy who created Donkey Kong? Nintendo I'm disease. I'm Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my disease. <laughs> I'm picking you up on my back, and I'm jumping off the end of our spaceship. I am Japanese, and I have mercury poisoning. <laughs> I am wearing a big hat. It has a three-quarters sign in it. My name is Donkey Kong. My tie is not followed by a suit. This is just turning into Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Let me okay. be clear. I'm Donkey Kong. Japanese Obama. <laughs> Let me be clear. I'm Donkey Kong. <laughs> Let me be clear. I'm Japanese. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going with Great Barrier Reef, though. That's I am, fair. I am I, going I with it. the Great Barrier Reef as well because it is it. gigantic. I'll leave. <laughs> I like um, the pizzazz you brought to the table, though. This, for, is, the kind of, this uh, is the kind of pizzazz. Fujimoto I love disease. learning about weird diseases. It's great. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you, Haas. Buddy. Diseases are, are tight. Haas. Haas. What if you had my Emoto disease? <laughs> what if you were in a bathroom and your skin fell off? <laughs> uh, this one is... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, and you know we're in we're in a fun place now because we're in the 26th seed against the 21st seed, and Irene, we're talking about the Great Pacific Trash Island. Ooh, it's 26. No, that's 21. I'm uh, making myself a sovereign citizen, and I'm making myself queen of the trash <laughs> island. Trash. Uh, versus 
the Love Island. Canal disaster. Now, you guys might not, might not know about the Love Canal disaster, uh, but I'm going to get there in a second. Love Canal disaster. What are you talking about? My ex-wife? So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's like when you go to the park with your sweetheart and then you get stuck in that tunnel ride. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like the, the boat turns boats. sideways. Yeah, yeah. The for real disaster is the disaster of fatherhood. <laughs> now, for context... <laughs> Uh, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, it is, as it is also referred to, <laughs> that fucking rules. is one of those pubic hair. My ex wife. Very much. I'm <laughs> going to leave now. <laughs> it's 1.6 million square kilometers, an area twice the size of Texas, or three Frances. Oh, <laughs> I've got a, looking at a picture of three Frances. I got a gif here. It's. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I just want to add that the I the same as three Francis as well. You know I just want to add, yeah. that even now, <laughs> inside, take, take a shower. I call my vagina the Love Canal disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Just what kind of podcast? Uh, at the time of sampling, in various sizes, there were 1.8 trillion pieces of plastic that weigh an approximately 80,000 tons in the Great Pacific Trash Island. Uh, <laughs> They uh, vary in size and weight. They go all the way back to 1970 for sure. Uh, and it's a big problem, especially when it comes to plastic leaching. There's a situation where a lot of those plastics, because of waves and like the sun and just general decomposition, go into the water. And uh, because of that, uh, go into fish, which go into people. And now there's actually like traceable amounts of small plastic, like just sort of like in you, you know, molecularly mm. speaking. You taste so what that? You're saying That's is a Tom Arnold record. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm more durable now. I'm harder to break y- yes, because I'm true. made of plastic. I am, bion- I am bionic. Uh, uh, now, the Love Canal is a different kind of thing, it is much smaller in scale. But the thing is, it's sort of um, a thing that could happen anywhere in the United States. Uh, it's a, an environmental tragedy uh, that happened uh, around the 1950s where there was like this um, this sort of like, you know, cool new community that was happening in like the early teens, the 1910s, 1920s. Uh, uh, this guy, his name was, uh, what was it? His name was William T. Love. And oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he wanted... I, I got a Facebook friend request from him for a while back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> William T. Love, comedian. Friends <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened is, is he wanted... None of your business. <laughs> he, he wanted to create a community in this area outside of Niagara Falls in New York, uh, hey. and it involved building this giant sort of like canal-like thing, this hole. Uh, long story short, the, it didn't happen. And what happened is they put a bunch of chemical trash in there instead. Yeah, you uh, want to get trash in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the 19... <laughs> in the Hooker Chemical Company... I'm sorry, what? Yep. The <laughs> Hooker Chemical Company... What was my made funny. the Love Canal. Is this... What? Disaster. They started dumping, What is this, my ex-wife? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dumping trash into there. Uh, and then they put a top. They put a cap on it. They put a cap on it. They put a cap on the trash, and then they put people on top of the trash, and then water went through the trash, and then it caused a bunch of like birth defects and like miscarriages, as well as like other uh, uh, just sort of. Uh, uh, Wait, so kind of like Jake's ex-wife? <laughs> exactly like his ex-wife. Uh, um, I feel they, like you made this one up. No, it's real. It's very real. It's, it's got too many good characters <laughs> and shit. Yeah, they had to evacuate everybody from the general area. Uh, 91, 98 families, uh, uh, 200, uh, 
wait, maybe a little bit more, like 200 actually. Uh, also, um, oh gosh, Oof. yeah, I, I forget my notes a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Is uh, there any way we could try to make the first episode the entire first round of the brackets? Uh, Is that a thing we could do in any reasonable amount of time? Yeah, no, probably just be a two-hour episode. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, just a minute, basically... Uh, I'll cut it up after. I'm not really sure, actually. Yeah. Okay. It's smaller scale, but it's just one of those things where imagine your own little personal flint, but just like in that place and also in many other places because... Spoiler alert, this this thing, the same thing, this capping all over the United States. Happened, it's all over the place, and it is literally just waiting for like uh, groundwater and bullshit to go through it before for chemicals to get released. Oh, God. Yeah, so, you know, it's that one's more sort of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, how do you put it? Just like uh, a cautionary tale. Like, okay. It, it, like the scale is smaller. Uh, to keep your children from building bad infrastructure. Yes, yes. Uh, so... So yeah, there's All right. Well, I'm voting for the great uh, uh, trash island because it is real, unlike this other thing you made up. <laughs> My name's Booker T. Love, and I'm here to start <laughs> here to sell you a, a tunnel of love. <laughs> <laughs> Fill my hooker chemical. <laughs> yeah. um, my name's Booker T. Love, and I'm the CEO of Hooker in- International. <laughs> I'm the CEO of Trash Island. <laughs> By the way, I am a Chinese man. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. Oh, we got a little. I do believe I'm getting the vapors from my wonton. <laughs> we, got a, we got a little saying back in China. <laughs> I'm just a simple Chinese country lawyer, but <laughs> what is dead may never die. Uh, <laughs> I live a life of honor. Uh, you know, the southern people of the United States and the Japanese people both like honor. They both like honor. That's not racist. It's this, like guy, the same place. Yeah. this guy is very Theon Greyjoy in that it's very tragic. He probably is very remorseful over the he fact that he got his dick cut off too I will put the trash island as advancing thank uh, you I just would like to say being from upstate New York not far away from this everybody that was living on the love canal would have probably ended up the exact same way <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh, take we're, that we're in a different category now we're in unnatural disasters so these are natural disasters that were exacerbated by hubris uh so we have number eight versus number 28. The eighth seed is the Dust Bowl. Uh, that is the giant uh, farming catastrophe that happened in the Depression era against the 28th seed, which is the Errol Sea Crisis, which is a little bit more ambiguous, but I will explain in a second. Uh, the Dust Bowl, uh, we're all familiar with what the Dust Bowl is, right? I'm oh, dusty. <laughs> <laughs> the Dust Bowl's oh, no. what I eat my bowl of raisins out of. <laughs> the Dust Bowl. And the bottom's just keef. <laughs> <laughs> so, so people know that there was basically this... Huge I'm fail. Chinese. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. We're beating that joke to death. <laughs> land crisis and the Depression era. But the thing is, is that it didn't start there. It was, it was exacerbated from the Civil War. Because when the Civil War happened, uh, you know, there was a big land sort of like buying program. Like the government wanted people to move out to the plain states to make food and what have you. But the plain states are kind of not really engineered to do that. Like, they're not. Uh. You had to irrigate a bunch, essentially, 
to just to make it happen. Uh, and what happened is uh, you had just a, a, a people being pressured to like make more and more and more food for subsidies and what have you. Uh, or, uh, and then the depression happened. Uh, it exacerbated that more. The only way people could make profit was by making more, which exacerbated the land further and caused the Dust Bowl. Um, some of the things that happened during the Dust Bowl were uh, basically um, what is referred to as black blizzards. Uh, these were intense <laughs> dust storms. Wow. So strong. This year we're actually like cleaning up the March Madness. So it's not as racist. So. <laughs> <laughs> these black blizzards, uh, <laughs> they carried Midwestern topsoil to both coasts. Uh, so on May 11th, 1934, a massive dust storm, two miles high, traveled 2,000 miles to the East Coast uh, and blotted out monuments such as the Statue of Liberty in the huh. U.S. Capitol. Oh, yeah. like uh, the guy we were David talking about earlier, David Cobb. Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> it also caused... The first huge... magician to make the Statue of Liberty disappear. So is topsoil the part of soil that's not dirt? It's... Still dirt, but it's the part that's on the top. It's the part on top. Yeah. Is it important dirt? Is it fancy dirt? Uh, it's not like particularly fancy, but the topsoil erosion is a big deal. Is dirt okay. who thinks it's like too good for college? Yeah. It's a, uh, also, the thing you have to remember is it displaced 2.5 million people. It's the biggest displacement of people in United States history. Uh, all from Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Nebraska, and Kansas uh, to places like California. Uh, mm -hmm. It's also with the term created. What? That's correct. Yes. Um, so that's, that's, I was right. Yeah, you were right. You were correct about that. Thank you. You are correct. You were, uh, as a, I won't, okay. <laughs> uh, as, uh, okay, and then the 20, <laughs> I really want to move Danny. on. Just move on. No, I will. Just joke. move it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you're thinking about. So the Aral Sea Crisis is a, it's a, it's the wet version of that. Uh, <laughs> I so, love it. You love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the, the AOC crisis. Oh, the Aral Sea <laughs> is uh, situated in, in. Debate me, you hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Central Asia, uh, between the southern part of Kazakhstan and northern Uzbekistan. And up until the third quarter of the 20th century, it was the fourth largest saline lake. Uh, it contained 10 grams of salt per liter. Uh, That's a lot of salt. Now, My wife. Now, what happened was the USSR. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? It's Kazakhstan. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's where Borat's like, from. Those are just completely. <laughs> Anyways, it's where Borat's from. The USSR started diverting it essentially because unilateral power to just to do that, uh, and you can see how much that actually changed it. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah. So what Jake's looking at is a bit, uh, is a satellite view of the Aral Sea from 1977 to 2006. Uh, and folks, there's a lot of sea, and then there's not a lot of sea. There's almost no sea. After. What you're seeing is the sea really be less sea. Yeah, um, this displaced a lot of people. Uh, it uh, just you know fucked up land uh, that they moved the water to. It was just very. I mean, in a very simplistic terms, it was just stupid planning. Like that destroyed uh, this natural thing. Epic fail. Yeah, it was an epic fail, as someone would say. Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, what do you think? Errol C. Um, so, uh, it's 12.45 in the morning, and I wasn't listening for the second one. So, I'm going <laughs> to say the Dust Bowl. I'm going with Errol C. Because the Dust Bowl almost got us to socialism in the United States. Ooh, Pretty cool. Interesting Wait, take. Did you say Alex? Oh, I said the Dust Bowl. So was, was worse. 
Uh, I'm going Dust Bowl because it created Oki Roy, who's the guy who drove a car through a bunch of mailboxes that I talked about in some other episode of this show and huh. almost killed me. So, wait, I'm sorry. He drove a car through mailboxes? I met a guy named Oki Roy who almost killed me and my friends by getting really shit-faced and driving a car through a bunch of mailboxes. Uh, it, it, he... He was giving us a ride home from the venue, is which is like... Is he a time traveler? <laughs> <laughs> How was he in the Dust Bowl? Yes. He's the, the most famous drunk in all of uh, Oklahoma. Yes, this, the Dust Bowl caused this. Um, <laughs> this is the Dust Bowl's fault. This is the Dust Bowl's fault. <laughs> Do, is that how he thinks you check the mail? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well... And you check all your neighbor's mail, too. <laughs> Okay, intermission time. Uh, break time in one. Uh, we're about three quarters of the way through the first round of brackets in the April Madness Tournament of Natural Disasters. If you'd like to hear the thrilling conclusion, there's a whole another hour of this podcast where we get all the way down to number one, who wins the motherfucking tournament. Um, you can hear all of that by subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pod. Damn America, uh, you know, the name of the show. Um, if you're not familiar, Patreon's website, you'll get an RSS feed, and you can just plug it right back into your browser, and then you basically just get the bonus feed. Um, it just gives you another ver- like podcast feed thing. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, you can also support the show by doing that, talk to other people in the community, and... Um, there's tons of bonus content. If you're just a casual listener to the show and you're not aware, there's we put out an extra episode every week that is behind the paywall. So there's tons of back catalog stuff in there, and there will be tons of more stuff in the future. Sometimes it's like this, and it's directly connected to the episode that week. Um, I don't know. I uh, just figured I'd constantly blow up our damn Patreon because it's our motherfucking source of income. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you on the other side of the the wall. The paywall. Yeah. Blast through that motherfucking paywall like that ice dragon with its steely blue eyes and then free... Find yourself in a a southern green world of bonus content all for the taking. Uh, Like you're the the ice dragon. You see the metaphor here? You're the ice dragon. And, uh... (laughs) And you're the most powerful character in all of Westeros because you paid me $5, so I don't have to work at the pizza restaurant that I work at. Okay, also, and now, this is going to sound kind of weird and chopped up, but I'm about to plug in uh, the... I copied and pasted the plugs that we did at the end of the overall episode so I could put them on the uh, public episode here so we would get more like listens and everything. So um, that's that's why it sounds odd. But now is all of us doing plugs. Uh, first and foremost, I want to plug uh, Yoko at El Cortez, which will be uh, the 16th, so this Tuesday, which is the day you'll probably be listening to this when it comes out, um, if uh, if you're listening to it, like, the it'll come out, like, overnight, whatever, um, if you're in Bushwick and you come to our live stand-up show, uh, Yoko at El Cortez, the one I run with Claro Kane and Ian Fidance, we are bi-weekly now, we're first and third Tuesdays, and uh, we got Mike Drucker, Max Fine, Laura Lai Ramirez, all all sorts of cool people. So uh, come on out and watch that shit. And now plugs. Anything? I want to plug that I'm Chinese. And, um, <laughs> uh, when does so this podcast go up? Um, this will be up next like week? next probably week. sometime shortly after the premiere of Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> you don't da, work da, on this podcast, da, da, um, but you're da. right. Yeah. Um, I, I can predict <laughs> Monday probably. On Monday? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, if this goes up before 4.30 on Monday, I am actually moderating a panel of marginalized worker advocates at Cornell, Ives Hall, uh, 105, 4.30 to 6 o'clock. We're going to have people from uh, Decrim NY, uh, Beyond Prison, slash uh, International Work Incarcerated Workers, uh, the NLRB, and, uh, sorry, Domestic Workers Alliance. On April 26th, we're going to be hosting Chapo Trap House. Oh. Admission will be free. Cool. We please strongly suggest a $10 donation to the Worker Institute. Um, tickets will be first come, first serve. We're only going to be seating about 100 people. So if you're in Ithaca or Damn. in the general area, I guarantee there's nothing else going on that Friday. So please come to that. That's where Cornell is. I was like, where is that college? <laughs> I want to plug my friend Dusty's podcast. <laughs> he has a unique voice in broadcasting that no, we have to platform. I plug Dusty's podcast. <laughs> 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 now we're here for plugs. I'm going to put a whole roll of corners up my nose. <laughs> Dusty's microphone is just his penis. <laughs> uh, uh, you can just find me cross-platform at Danny Feltz. I got them all, you know. Also, uh, just, like, keep an eye out for other... Uh, I, I'm doing a lot of deep dives into stuff lately. I did one into Amazon, and also now I'm doing one into Twitter. So if you follow me, you'll see, like, various, like, in, you know, other appearances by me talking about those things. And also just... I don't know, follow my comedy career. I'd like to have a manager. <laughs> me me and Danny have a double album you can listen to yeah, on Spotify. Yeah, we Alex and I have a double album. And folks, I've looked at the statistics and y'all stop listening when my part starts. <laughs> Guys, listen well, to Danny. Only part. dogs could hear what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Who's been to the bank? Yeah, what's happening? Why oh, you guys, you guys are Mickey Mouse right now? Yeah. Oh boy! Uh, yeah. Hire me for your voice acting. I really, I have a, I have a reel. I can, I'll show you the deal. Do reel. Tony Soprano. I'll do Tony Soprano. I'll come right over there. I'll fucking, fucking rip your fucking George Washington Bridge in half so you won't even be able to get in Jersey anymore. <laughs> Alex tried to do the friggin' impression, but he can't because he can't get far off of him in his nose. Right? He can't do it. He can't do it. I got gobbledygook in my nose. He's terrible at it. Don't you see what I don't know how there? you make the voice so high. He can't do it. He can't do it. Now imagine this for like three to four hours. Yeah, yeah. My range, I have an amazing range. <laughs> I'm going to practice. You'll see, maybe one day. <laughs> I know it's maybe not one good. one freaking day you'll get it. I worked so hard on Meat Wad. <laughs> I can do Meat Wad too. Damn. <laughs> We're moving on. This is impressive. <laughs> I told you. I'm Meat Wad and I'm Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you.